There's a hundred or more episodes of this kid's show. It's somebody's job to recap it. But the obvious problem for our group of co-hosts is going on too many tangents. Like maybe watching TikToks and Cordon Gabby Yummy or finding all our superpowers. Mentioning the times that Candace can test lit or playing a game for an hour. Giving nosy points, going to Twitter jail or laying some kind of egg. Reading and studying, running like Naruto or Vets as fake when a pig. As you can see, there's a whole lot of stuff to say before this show is done. So stick with us, cause what you're doing pod is gonna have some fun. So stick with us, cause what you're doing pod is gonna have some fun. Mom! Felipe, Will, and Navi are making a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to What You Doing, your favorite Phineas and Ferb rewatch podcast. I'm your host, Will Davis. And despite what the last three months of this podcast would have you believe, I actually enjoy recording podcasts with Navi. Navi is here. Navi, how are you? Hi, I'm doing well. Uh, it's been a hot minute. I th- Happy New Year, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, my God. Is it really- I guess it really is the first. <laughs> wow. Yeah, happy new year to you. Yeah, year of the dragon. Um, maybe oh, that's right. I see. I see. And also like Gregorian New Year too. Right. And, and, right. So we're we're recording a couple days after the lunar new year, which makes a lot more sense to say happy new year. I thought you were saying happy new year in the sense that this is the first time we've been on a podcast together in 2014, uh, which might also be true. Yes, that is true. Um, it was a statement full of layers, and I'm glad you are uh, unpeeling all of those layers. Yeah. And I, I didn't even get to make some joke about the year of Dragon D's Nuts, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe this is the year we stop Dragon on season three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were talking about this in, in the pre-show about how uh, I, I think in the last calendar year, we've recorded maybe 10 episodes of this podcast. But, Honestly, uh, you know, way more than I thought. I thought we only recorded like three. So, you know what? Good on us. Maybe you've only recorded like three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we like this episode. We'll keep on trucking to talk mm-hmm. about uh, what was the first one called? Mommy, can you hear me? That I, it's going to be really hard for me to say mommy too many times in this episode. That's probably going to be the last one for me. Uh, well, as you know, my mission statement is to keep mommy abnormalized. <laughs> so uh, we'll see how that goes. M word, can you hear me? And also road trip. <laughs> M word. <laughs> Just call it a slur now. <laughs> so uh, we. It's really hard to lead into this episode without saying that the title of the episode now. Uh, but uh, so we start the episode. Candace has like a broken ankle or something. Mm-hmm. She's laying in bed. Um, and uh, Phineas and Ferb uh, bring her lots of uh, toys to play with. So she's not uh, totally in jail while she's while she's bedridden. And they rig up the house with cameras so she can see everything that's going on and feel like Very part of the big action. Brother got the live feeds. I yeah, she I I was thinking uh this was Candace's HOH room. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to see my HOH room? <laughs> her all of her pictures are of just of her and Jeremy. Yeah. 
that ugly ass frog cow thing stuffy that she has is like part of her HOH basket. <laughs> she has the the tiny cowboy CD. Mm-hmm. Uh also we get from from Phineas and Ferb here uh a little they were they were sliding Navi a little bit by not making this the the main bit of the episode. But uh we could have we could have had an episode of reading. I know they, were, we they wrote a huge series of novels that uh could have been could have been the thing. Yeah, they could have gotten an HBO show out of it and the latter half of that would just be total poo-poo garbage while the first half was great. But you know what? Um I'm here for it. And uh, yet they they chose to send a message to this uh Russian cosmonaut. Is this Sergei? a real guy? I don't know. Let me see. Uh, he is he is Sergei? voiced by he is voiced by Jeff Swampy Marsh. Yeah, he is a fictional is, man. Who is credited in the credits as Swampyski Marshkarov <laughs> in the credits of this episode. Very um, uh, wow. Slavic of him, yeah. So this is apparently the fifth episode he's been in and the first time they've ever said his name. I do not remember this man. He do had. You? I don't at all. He had three cameos all in season one, it looks like. Mm-hmm. That um, explains it. I guess one of them was in season two. but uh, And then his, his first appearance was in Runaway Runway, but I don't mm-hmm. remember him being in there. No, me neither. Out to uh, launch makes sense mm-hmm. for him to be in. The He's other kinda, one's not kind of so in the background. Yeah. But this this episode kind of took a took a wild turn with with uh the space stuff. Mm-hmm. The the boys are trying to send a message to to this cosmonaut in space who's having a birthday. Uh and and they turn out to actually get Candace's message instead, which is oh turn around because they're about to get hit by an asteroid and then instead they get sucked into a wormhole and then and then uh, years in the future far beyond space and time ferb appears as a baby to this man and says happy birthday yeah like, stanley crew like, uh... kubrick would be proud of this episode mm-hmm. or i don't know maybe he'd fucking hate it i don't know the guy <laughs> yeah i my guess is he would hate it but mm-hmm. I thought it was really funny, and I am glad that I have seen 2001: A Space Odyssey, and only if, if only to understand this reference and also the first two minutes of the Barbie movie. Yeah, uh, I was shook when I saw the bone flip and it cut mm-hmm. to the outer space. I'm like, is this a, a Stanley Kubrick reference? And it was. Yeah, and it was. Well, we got Ferb as a fetus, mm-hmm. and he just shows up and says, "Happy birthday." Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but there's normal Candace hijinks of of her being stuck, not not able to tell Linda anything. Linda, yeah, and I think Linda is in the garden this time, but she's yeah. listening to like Lawrence's like SoundCloud like, yeah. <laughs> playlist. That she's he got recorded. the she's got the headphones on, and says, nobody talked to me. Mm-hmm. Isabella even comes up and asks her what she's doing, and she does not respond in any way. Linda Linda was totally in her own zone this episode, and I love that for her. Would Lawrence's soundscape uh trend on TikTok? Uh now that now that all the other music has been taken off, it might. 
yeah, Lawrence, it's your time. You can chart I'm, on the Billboard one Hot 100. He he's surely not signed with UMG, so no. Now now's your time to get uh Lawrence Fletcher's music in there. Yeah. Um, anything else from this uh Candace Finney's verb storyline? Well, Candace does like the insane thing where she like can't help herself and needs to bust her brother. So she mm-hmm. cuts the sling that's holding her ankle <laughs> up and like crawls down the steps like just to bust her brothers. It was yeah. kind of nuts. Yeah. Like imagine and you have that kind of energy when you're injured. I uh, couldn't be me. Could no. not could not be me. I I would love a day where I could just stay in my room and not do anything. Yeah. I don't even need the cameras. I don't I don't care what's going on also, in the rest of my another, house. Yeah, like another thing was that like she needed to be present in order to get the tickets to see Townie Cowboy. Mm, like that mm-hmm. was also like a, a, a thing between her and Stacy, I remember. Mm-hmm. So which is kind yeah, of it's, insane. It, it feels almost like these couple episodes are airing out of order in a way. Yeah. I'm very curious because the, the Tiny Cowboy was playing at the Meatloaf Festival like two episodes ago. Yeah, maybe like the production code and the airing codes are very different. Yeah. That that's something we could maybe look back on. And by we I mean not me. <laughs> yeah, I like it it definitely feels like this was supposed to come first. Even though uh, like I think I think it's production code the other one definitely came first. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I can some... tell. This <laughs> the other one uh, uh, feels later. Mm. Let's see. Meatloaf fest. Meatloaf surprise was production code three hundred seven and broadcast number one twenty five. And word, can you hear me? Was uh. Production 310 and broadcast 128. So it, it did air exactly how it was intended to. I guess. But, uh, you know, is that really correct? Who's to say? It's okay. We all have our off days. And whoever was in the writer's room for this just had an off day, you know? J.G. Orantia and Kaz and Jim Bernstein, Stein, Martin Olson, Scott Peterson. I'm just looking at the credits Mm -hmm. at this point, directed by Jay Lender. Yeah. Just calling everyone out today. Some somebody messed up. And I don't know who it is, but they will pay for it. Yeah. Just like Doofenshmirtz will pay for lots of deli meats and deli side items and cheeses and onions and potato salad. Yeah, this just so we can get a bunch of free uh I hate it. So we can get a bunch of free chicken soup. I hated this so much. Do you like His... do you like deli food? I mean I do, but not like freaking truckloads of it yeah. in like a hot Imagine like, room the with a smell. Bunch of... Imagine the yeah, smell. Cuz oh, like my God. he has there's so many like computers and stuff too running like it's got to be running hot and it's summer mm-hmm. too. I I oh. hate this. Yeah. 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 I hadn't I hadn't even thought about that. Like some of the I think deli meats can be very hit or miss for me. Some of them I love. Mm-hmm. And then some of them like like uh Braunschweiger that he was talking about. Mm-hmm. It just like no. couldn't do it. Could Did not. you have Braunschweiger while you were in Germany? I have never had Braunschweiger and I probably won't. I I, I mean they sell it in the States too. Yeah. But I'm sure but, it's not like authentic. Yeah. I I I I don't know. It's some like mental hurdle that I can't get over. 
It's okay. I, I had a lot of good bratwurst in, in Germany. Yeah, bratwurst but, uh, would go hard. Yeah. Um, so so Doofenshmirtz, uh, he has this like like revenge mission where he got a fly in his chicken soup once mm -hmm. and he kept taking it to everyone and they were like, No, that's a raisin, sir. Uh, so he couldn't, he couldn't get his money back for the chicken soup, even though there was a, there was a raisin and or a fly in his soup. But the thing was, he was right. It's just that the, whoever was testing it just didn't say until after he left. Uh-huh. So yeah, he, he should have gotten free soup. So instead he decides to build the chicken soupinator to destroy Tony's deli. Shouldn't he have just done a lawsuit like everyone else in the States? Yeah, because... I mean... Uh, you would think maybe maybe he's uh since he has to pay so much alimony he's like not he, he doesn't want to have to go through any litigation anymore it's kind of a Probably. sensitive subject to go through the the justice system true he clearly doesn't have a good lawyer no not at all um plus i guess then that way we wouldn't have had the b plot so we right. gotta keep the innators going man um but he he traps perry in a pickle Mm -hmm. He's Pickle Perry. Pickle Perry. Uh, Pickle Perry. Um, and then uh, I guess they have a big food fight. He's throwing a lot of potato salad and macaroni salad and a lot of stuff at him. Mm -hmm. And and then I I feel like that storyline just kind of ends. I don't remember much more happening there. Yeah, well, I will say, I would appreciate the senator for the chicken soup. I think it's just because yeah. it's winter now. But in mm -hmm. the summer, it probably wouldn't play as well. Yeah. I made some chicken and dumplings a week ago that were mm. fire. Yeah, they were so good. They also burned my tongue. But oh, okay. uh, they were really good. A small price to pay for tasty soup. Chicken and dumplings like the like the southern food thing, not like mm -hmm. the... Uh, I, I don't think I can make other kinds of dumplings very mm. well, um, but you know I can make I can make a chicken soup apparently, mm -hmm. and I can put biscuits in the soup. They're really good. Anything else about this episode, um, mommy? Can you hear me? Uh, happy birthday, Sergey! Happy birthday, Sergey Kushnerov! Let's go to the road trip. Do we the have road, to? <laughs> we can, we can, uh, you know, it, it, this uh, recap is kind of our no stop truck stop. We're not going to really sit down on any of the things here. Mm -hmm. There's, uh, they're going on a road trip. Phineas and Verb want to stop at the diner. And they're like, oh, we can't stop at the diner because uh, we've got to uh, turn the RV in by sundown. So they're like, okay, we'll just build a diner on top of the RV. And they build the diner on top of the RV, and then they have a whole, like, diner montage, and there's a truck stop song, and, uh, you know. Yeah, we talked that's, about this in the... It. Yeah, we talked about this in the pre-show, sure but the first half of this plot is so boring. Like, I cannot remember anything that happened. Any dialogue, any specific scene or imagery. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just not good. The only dialogue I remember is Lawrence saying some funny stuff at the beginning. Um, he, he, there was the the truck driving pharmacist because uh, so Doofenshmirtz was also driving a truck because he had to. All of his innators run on this boom juice 
So he and he found a good price for it. So he rented a truck and got a big uh, truck full of boom juice. Uh, and and Lawrence was talking to him over the CB radio and. Perry's fighting him in the in the truck, and Lawrence sees him, and he's like, "Oh, there's there's a truck driving pharmacist," and he keeps pressing his face up against the windshield, and he's like, "That's that's what I love about Americans. You're like big fun children." Mm, yeah, like the one good part of the episode. Also, we got the farmer and his wife back. Yeah, farmer's wife are back. Uh, the the uh, the uh. Lawrence talking on the CB radio was really funny to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Linda's like, oh, you you just scored some some big man points in my book for that. And Lawrence goes, woohoo. And she's like, oh, now you lost them again. Yeah. Is talking into a CB radio that manly? I didn't think so. Okay. This, well. it, he, does have, he does have these like uh, truck driving hits from the 70s on an eight track. Uh, and remind me, I I just watched this episode of King of the Hill yesterday mm-hmm. that that uh was about uh Bobby and Hank driving this truck to deliver some furniture for Hank's mom, and the B plot is that Peggy and Luann are writing a song about how a truck driver saves Christmas. And what do you know? There's a song called the Trucker Save Christmas. Yeah. It yeah, was great. It was... Yeah, yeah, it was good. I don't know if any of these songs make my playlist. Spoiler alert! For... Not at all. Yeah, but you know, it, it was appropriate. Um, yeah, I did, there's really not much else in this episode, really. No. Candace not was really. sleep busting, which was me when I was thirteen. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. We might, said... we might have to cut that one. No, no. I mean, last episode, uh, Felipe and I were talking about salt burn, and I brought up the tub oh. cum slump slurp. So, oh. uh-huh. uh, yeah. I don't know if you've watched salt burn, but that's very I, important I, to the plot. I'm aware of the scene. I've not seen it, but I, I'm aware of, of the scene. Yes. Yes. Um, well, I guess, is it on Amazon Prime? Yes, it is. I think, I think it is. Yeah. I've been, yeah. uh, I was watching something else on Prime that it was recommended. I, oh, it's my my TV is a Fire Stick, so I get uh, ads for stuff that's on Prime all the time. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I really have anything else to say about this episode. No, I neither um, do I. So before before we go to the the spreadsheet, uh, it's only right. If on a podcast with me and Navi, we stop down for a second to have mm-hmm. the the Marcus Pork minute. Yeah, uh, please update me on what's been going on with Marcus Pork since we last talked. We are going to take a trip to MarcusPork.com and look at some oh. of his new collections. Both of us, since since last recording together, both of us now own shirts by Marcus Pork. Mm-hmm. I I own the shirt that says, uh, "It's it's Anxiety Boy Summer." Let's overthink on the beach and worry about being liked. Mm-hmm. And I have the uh, hashtag free bleed Friday one. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I only wear it during shark week. That's great. And only on Friday. Yeah. And only on Friday. Uh, so there is some, some weird stuff here. Some funny stuff here. I, the seasonal so depression some, collection. <laughs> right. So there's some, 
Marcus Park Jr. is a character that's kind of been introduced on the TikTok. Very important to the lore. I'm not really sure how I feel about Junior yet. He's mm-hmm. a he's a strange character. He's much younger than Marcus Pork, and he's he he's got very big arms. Would you and say that he is the Baruto to Marcus Pork's Naruto? I don't know what that means. Is he less liked? Is he like Definitely. the annoying he's... entitled son? Of yes. Like a, a, of a main character who, while annoying, is for the most part beloved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. definitely, definitely that. Oh, I see. Junior has his own collection. So yeah, Junior is a it has one. Junior in the lore talks a lot about yogurt and wanting to start a podcast about his yogurts. Mm. Uh, so there's one short here that says the yogurts podcast coming soon mm-hmm. about Junior's yogurts. Uh, as Navi mentioned, uh, Marcus Pork Senior has released the seasonal depression collection. Mm-hmm. And it's got a picture of him curled up on the couch, and it says it's seasonal depression time. Let's do sadness in the couch and forget to leave the house. Mm-hmm. There you go. I th- this one actually like uses a picture of his face and he's crying instead yeah, of his. It's just like a crudely drawn picture of his face. Right. It's a it's a normal like bad illustrated picture of his. Face. I guess that picture is at the top of the screen here. Yeah. But it's usually that. Yeah, he, he started to add more, like, actual, like, pictures of himself. Because, uh, and some of these, he will both, he will do kind of both things and uh, uh, have sometimes in the, in the hand-drawn version and sometimes in the, like, really, like, uh, uh, sort of deep-fried memes version of the thing. And he'll have pictures of himself. He had a whole a whole uh, queer collection of you know, this one says it's queer time. Let's have a crush on our preference and do nuzzling with the homos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one has like pictures of him cuddling with himself. Here is him in a wit. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's lesbian time. Let's have a crush on the gender and do nuzzling with the homos. And it's two pictures of Marcus Pork in a wig with a lesbian flag in the background and a scissors. pair of scissors. And and a clock that says it's Lesbo clock. Fantastic. And Fantastic. here's its and also has its gay time, of course. Uh-huh. Um this this his Valentine section is labeled Are You a Toxic Baddie? Um and it includes uh some attachment style ones. It's anxious attachment time, let's beg for reassurance and then never believe it. Mm-hmm. Uh it's avoidant attachment time, let's uh let's fear the commitment and ignore all the texts mm. and he i know he has a a disorganized attachment it's disorganized attachment time let's deep let's fall deeply in love today and then sabotage it tomorrow wow uh this one is another one of junior's designs that says my love language is you believing that i had nothing to do with the jfk assassination wow well there you go i don't know it's a bit too. It doesn't fit the Marcus Pork like it's, image. You know what I mean? I I agree. I it, it's it's almost trying too hard to be yeah. funny and random, but uh, it 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 doesn't hit the same way that the classic Marcus stuff does. I don't know if we've talked about his Christmas shirt that is "Autis the season" to be on the spectrum. Ah. Uh, but that's there. 
I'm surprised they're not on sale considering it's not the holidays anymore. Yeah. Oh, and then also he's uh, taken some of his old sayings and added pictures, added sort of the deep fried <laughs> style to them. Yeah. Like Billy Ray Cyrus and Panera are conspiring against me. Yeah. Miley should have worn that at the Grammys. That be would honest. be why we've, we've yeah. got to get her a copy of his shirt. Yes. Um, I like this shirt that says, I wish it was 2006 me several too, times. Buddy. Yeah. I was nine um, years old. Yeah. That's a while ago. Yeah. I was 11. Between us, we were nine, 11 years old. Wow. I think those are all the new things in, in MarcusPork.com. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we have this update. Yeah. It's, this has been the Marcus Pork Minute. Yeah. It's been longer than a minute, surely. Jesus um, is a woman. Jesus um, is a woman is is yeah. also a great one. I kind of want to get that one too. That way, it's it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> this is it's another one of them that is that is like very crudely handwritten stuff, mm-hmm. and has the picture of Marcus Pork's face drawn on the bottom. Uh-huh. Um, but it's it's really good. Uh, do we want to? Is it spreadsheet time? I guess it is spreadsheet time. Okay. So did I, I wasn't, I wasn't here for the last time and that episode has not been published yet. So I haven't listened to it. Mm-hmm. Do we need to so, I mean, do some, some uh, table setting? Um, I mean, I told you the most important thing that happened, which is me talking about the cum slurp. So mm-hmm. um, no, I think we're good. Nope. No points for Barry Q in here. No, I guess you can give it to her if you want. Um, so let's see. Oh, the, the other thing, the, so, so, uh, Felipe and I were discussing last time I recorded on the Tristone area episode, mm-hmm. whether the point I was trying to give to Doofenshmirtz went to caveman Doofenshmirtz or to present day Doofenshmirtz because mm-hmm. I wanted to give it to caveman Doofenshmirtz. And we said we would let Navi decide. And she said it was cool. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to give it to caveman Doofenshmirtz. Doofengung. Um, so a couple of things. So so better or worse than reading. Mm-hmm. We almost had one where where reading would have been the better option because reading would have been the option. Um but I guess would you call it sending them sending a message to space? Is that is that what that I, I one would be? I guess I don't so. Know. Sending a space message to your idol who's in space. Mm-hmm. Um no, that's too much effort. Just tweet yeah. at them. Just not even at them. Just send out a tweet and being like, "Happy birthday, man!" Mm-hmm. And you know, be done with it. Yeah. What about the what about the road trip? The the truck stop road trip, RV. Is oh, any of this no, is any of this more appealing than reading to you? No, I, I our road trips, like especially like whatever. Their road trip was only what a day, right? Because they had to return the RV by the end of the day. Yeah, I, I think I think the the diner part of it is appealing, but mm-hmm. only if I were eating at the diner and not uh, uh, working at the diner. Working at the diner would be horrendously stressful. I think. I don't know. I think RVs are kind of disgusting now. Uh, but then again, I did watch that one movie. Maybe it had Kevin James in it. I don't know. But there was a lot of like toilet. The movie humor. called RV. Yeah. When someone gets covered in 
doo-doo. Yeah, so that didn't exactly leave like the best that... impression of RVs. I want to say that was Robin Williams, but I could be Robin very wrong. Oh. I just think I wasn't Will Poulter in it. Uh, let's see. So, so the one Will Poulter was in, mm -hmm. it was that was uh, um, the one where they're pretending to be a family, and Jason Sudeikis and Jennifer Aniston are there. Yeah, and they have to go across the border. Uh, the the RV movie has. Uh, Robin Williams, and mm -hmm. it looks like Josh Hutcherson, and that also looks like Julie. No, that's Cheryl Hines. Oh yeah, JoJo was in it. JoJo, not JoJo Siwa, the other JoJo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 2006 is RV, 24 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. James Newton Howard did the music. Mm. The more you know. Uh, what was what was this other movie? Where is is it? We're the Millers. Oh yeah, that's it. We're, We're the, the Millers, Millers, the 2013 movie with Jason Sudeikis, Will Poulter, Jennifer Aniston, and Emma Roberts. Mm. There you go. Uh, that's I'm the glad one we figured this out. That's the one where he's like, uh, uh, the the big meme is like, uh, you know, I'm getting paid such and such for this. And Jennifer Aniston's like, you're getting paid that much. I'm only getting paid this much. And Emma mm -hmm. Roberts is like, I, I'm only getting paid this. And Will Poulter's like, you guys are getting paid? I like how in the poster, it's mm -hmm. um, the family. And there's like arrows indicating what they are. And for Jason mm -hmm. Sudeikis, it's drug dealer. For An mm -hmm. um, Jennifer Aniston, it's stripper. For Emma Robbins, Roberts, it's mm -hmm. runaway. And Will Poulter's is just virgin. Virgin. Yeah, like uh, one of these things is not the same as the others. Either. Definitely not. Yeah, it's just as it's just as degenerate to be a virgin as it is to be anything else. Ex I guess so. How how dare you be a virgin? I, I... <laughs> um, we mentioned before none of none of the songs in this episode really stuck out to me at all. I no. I don't even remember what they are. I've got to look look them up. The 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 kind of uh the diner truck drivey song, little bit of home on the road. Mm -hmm. I think it was a decent song, but it's one that we've probably heard four or five times on Phineas and Ferb already. Yeah. Speaking of country, are you excited for Beyonce's <laughs> country album that she just I, dropped? I am. I am kind of excited for it. Yeah. Very excited for uh, uh, Tracy Chapman and Luke Combs' performance at the Grammys. How about that? Yeah. That was pretty great. That was probably, like, the best performance at the Grammys this year. Oh, right? definitely. Yeah. Best best performance at the Grammys in a while. Yeah. If I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's all I ever do on this podcast is be honest. Uh, <laughs> yes. So I'm going to give honest rankings. So we have five tiers that we put episodes in. From top to mm -hmm. bottom, they are Queen of Mars, Yummy, 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 Okay, Satellite Fell to Earth, and Busted. Mm -hmm. And we will put both of these episodes into one of the five tiers. Where do you have Mommy, Can You Hear Me? That's going to be the last time I say it. Okay. Um, I was grappling between Yummy, 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 and Okay. And at first I was going to put in Yummy, 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 but after talking about it with you, I think it's fallen down to Okay. Yeah, I also even right when I did this, Mark put it in yummy, yummy, yummy. But I think I'm also going to change my mind and put it in okay. I think it was, I think it was fine. 
Um, but the more I I think about uh, the episode, uh, it was it was just kind of fine. It was yeah. it was uh, there were there were fun things that happened, but uh, I am not going to remember it in the least. No. And I I also put I also put road trip in okay. It it could have been like the first half of the road trip episode was definitely like satellite fell to earth tier. It was it was pretty low, kind of near the moon farm episode. Um but uh I I think the the diner part saved it a little bit. So I I did keep it in okay. What what about you? Well, uh, the diner part did not save it for me. It's going into satellite fell to Earth. All right, Navi consistently the the most uh, harsh of us. She is the Simon of the of the rankings bit of the podcast. I guess I am, but I do have equal amounts of yummy yeah. yummy yummy episodes as you. Felipe has less than that. He has yeah. more. Oh, but I do have two in Busted. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, well, well, the two that I have in Satellite Fell to Earth, you have them in Busted. Yeah. And and that's, you know, a fair opinion. That was that was the episode that made us first go to the Marcus Pork Minute mm-hmm. uh, because there was nothing to talk about in those episodes. Um, yeah. the, uh, this was definitely almost in, in that tier for me, but it, it ended up being uh, fine enough for me. I definitely will not remember this episode. I didn't remember it going into it, and I will not remember it next mm-hmm. week, whenever we record next. Yeah. Uh, so we also give out points every episode to who we think won the episode, whether that's who was the funniest or who had the best arc. Um, so currently we have Candace in the lead with six points, Stacy with five, and Doofenshmirtz with four. Uh, lots of folks with two, lots of folks with one. This was after, um, I believe, Doofenshmirtz, Doofenshmirtz just narrowly uh, beat out Candace in season two. Uh, so it, it's they are still going at it at the top, but Stacey is, is in there vying for the title. Who is your point going to in this in this first episode? And for the first episode, I mean, you have to give it to the birthday boy, Sergey. Sergey. He did um, uh, uh, dodge that asteroid and then was able to get into a wormhole and then uh, met with the uh, embryo uh, verb. So <laughs> who yeah, doesn't and, want that for their birthday? And and I'm going to give it to uh, embryo verb. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's... And and well, Ferb, Ferb in general, I, I I think Ferb Ferb doesn't have a point yet this season. Uh, I'm happy to give him one. He had he had a couple other funny lines right before he became the the weird baby embryo fetus thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll I'll give him a point for this. I I think it was a funny a funny reference, a a weird reference, but I I, I think it was I think it was good. Yeah, and with that, he's finally on the board. Finally on the board for season three. And in the second episode, I'm going to give my point to Lawrence mm-hmm. for uh, yeah. all of his CB radio stuff and, and calling the Americans uh, funny, funny, tiny children or something like this. I mean, he's the only one you can give a point to, right? Because, like, who else won in this episode? Yeah, not a lot of other people doing anything. No. Is your point also going to Lawrence then? Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right. So Lawrence with two points joins 
you on the leaderboard. <laughs> I forgot you had two I points. I forgot too. <laughs> yeah, the 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 week that we were left to our own devices and got some bad episodes, I gave a point to Marcus Pork, and you gave yourself both points for having to deal with it. Yes. Um. Yeah. So we still have at the top Candace with six, Stacy with five, Doofenshmirtz with four. All with two, we have Navi, Baljeet, Irving, the Supercomputer, Linda, Phineas, Isabella, DoofusCon, Perry the Platypus, and Lawrence. Mm -hmm. And with one point, we have someone named Sally, uh, <laughs> the Dodo Bird. I think it was one of Jeremy's cousins or something. Uh. Someone at the family reunion. Glenda, I think that was, uh, I think that was Jane Lynch, maybe. Mm. Uh, Addison is a fireside girl. Jeremy, Captain Squint, Marcus Pork, the platypus that was not Perry, Roger Doofenshmirtz, Jose Doofenshmirtz, Vanessa Doofenshmirtz, Doofengung, Major Monogram, Norm, Honk, the caveman from season one, uh, Ferb, and now Sergei Kushnerov, the mm. Russian cosmonaut. Any any final thoughts on on this episode here? I mean. It's fine. <laughs> this was fine. Mm -hmm. We're fine. What do we have to look forward to next week? Next time is Skittly Whiffers and Tour de Ferb. I mm -hmm. vaguely remember the name Skittly Whiffers. Mm -hmm. I, it's like a game that they made up. Uh, but I otherwise don't. Uh... Oh, this was okay. So I, I have this note on our spreadsheet that uh, if we are looking at and we 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 can decide this if we're looking at when these things aired mm -hmm. uh the movie across the second dimension aired after this episode oh. uh i i i don't know what it's uh, it, since it was a movie and not an episode it doesn't really have a production code that right lines up I, i'll i'll see if i can uh find some more info about uh Oh, some more info about uh, when in the timeline they think we should watch this episode. But uh, according to when it aired, this did mm -hmm. air in between episodes 10 and 11. So that oh. one might be next. Yeah, or, it might be. Or the Skittily Whiffers Tour de Four might be next. We'll have to decide amongst ourselves. Or we could just say that the the movie is the next time that the three of us can get together and record together, and we'll uh, keep on. If if it's if it's going to be two of us, then it'll be the episode, and if it's going to be three of us, it'll be the movie. Yeah, I'm cool with that. And if it does end up being just the two of us, I'm cool with the movie sort of being at the end of season three, like that's yeah. our season three finale. And yeah. That that is cool with me too, mm -hmm. uh. But we we have both the movie and Skittly Whiffers and Tour de Furb to look forward to. Navi, where mm -hmm. can the people find you? You can follow me on social media, specifically Letterboxd at Cousin mm -hmm. Navi. I'm posting so what more regularly, so uh, give that a a gander, I guess. Do you have any pop culture to plug? Um. Not really. Uh, I'm. I've just been watching the Oscar movies, and uh, hmm. uh, uh, can I give an anti recommendation? Don't watch Please. Maestro. It's so boring. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I feel like I'm on an island with this one because uh, people mm -hmm. seem to like it, and I, I just don't get it. 
More like Bradley Pooper, am I right? Uh, yuck, uh, yuck, uh, yuck, uh, yeah. Hmm? He, he wants that Oscar so bad, William. It's insane. He's not going to get it. No. Not anytime God. soon. Mm-hmm. You can find me anywhere at Davis, Will. Um, I was recently tweeting about Chris Pratt's stolen Valor mustache. Yeah, I retweeted it. So, um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm everywhere at the same thing. Um, mm. my recommendation of a very messy reality show is a new show on Peacock called Couple to Thruple. <laughs> what? <laughs> It, Can you it, explain? It's, Can you it's, elaborate? Yes, it's like Love Island meets polyamory, where mm-hmm. there are these four couples who all come and decide that they want to try adding a third. And some of them are like big into going in on it together. They have a really good connection and they want to share that with a third person. Some of them, you can tell that one of them is way more into it than the other one. Yeah. And that's where um, you run into problems, right? And it's, yeah. And it's, it's, so it's, it's got like some of the too hot to handle aspects to it where they're like regularly meeting with these therapists and having these exercises. Some of it is also the too hot to handle aspect where there are four couples and also this like collection of about a dozen other singles that the couples are are like choosing from the singles who they want to add as their third. And then they have to decide whether to keep the person and stay with them or swap to a new one of the singles. And it's, it's, it's pretty messy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, if, if you like this kind of like a trashy dating reality show, it's, it's very much that. And I, I, I think at least like the therapists, I think they do a good job of, uh talking about polyamory in a healthy way um but some of these couples are maybe not super ready to be healthy about it and it's very it's very messy uh so if you like messy reality couple to thruple on peacock yeah i'll give it a watch uh, it so, seems like it would be good uh have on in the background yeah sort of. very much very yeah. much uh, so next time, or maybe not, Skiddly Whiffers, Tour de Furb. Any any last thoughts? Uh, no, I'm ready to wrap this up. This has been What You Doing. Until next time, Corn Dog, Corn Dog, yummy, yummy, yummy. Bye. I know you know what you're doing today. I know you know. What you doing? Isabella Buford, Phineas and Ferb, Candace gonna bust you if you.